Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into Libservative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. Yeah, welcome in to another rousing edition of Libservative, the show of intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy. As always, he is Corey Walsh. He's Dan Griffin. That's up, all Dan? I got. Good night, everyone. We're out of here. I'm Bye. I'm two thirds of the way in the bag. Corey's going to carry the show tonight. We've got. You're always uh, either half or two thirds, but two thirds yeah. fully in the bag. I'm never I fully see there. Dan. I, I want to see Dan completely in the plastic bag. I'll be there. Face. I'll be there by the end of the show. In fact, I have my my uh, my fifth of Bombay Sapphire here. Bet you won't doubt it right now. No, I won't. Uh, well, actually, there's not that much left. It's only about a quarter bottle left that I bought two days ago, which led me to believe. Do you ever have that, you ever have that thing where you start to wonder if you're an alcoholic? Do you ever have to question that? All the time. All the okay, good. So, but I'll never good. admit it because that's the first step. <laughs> I don't think I am. I, as I, long as I don't admit it, then a little bit of a nip <laughs> of the bottle just to fight off the shakes. I'm good to go. I don't think I am either, but sometimes I'm like, mm, do I drink too much? Maybe I, I'm. I'm sure I do. I'm sure that's the case. I'm sure I have an alcohol. Yeah, I think that's what just a part of being old, getting older. You know, it's like uh, you realize the difference of the nights that you don't drink versus the nights that you do, and you just wake up and you're like, "Wow, I feel fucking great." I yeah, but then you're like drink. me. No, you're like me. And <laughs> I literally drink booze every night. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just a matter of how much, depending on right the day. If you don't drink for a couple of days, do you get the shakes? No. Oh, then you're good to go. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good the there. Bar. At least, well, yeah, hold on. We set hold the on. bar really low. It's been a minute since I've tested it, so maybe I should try again. <laughs> I don't know if this is bragging or a cry for help. Uh, maybe both. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm getting married in October. It's my dog's birthday today. It's little Dexter's birthday today. To change the the topic of. Dan's chemical dependency onto something a little bit more lighthearted. Libservative podcast is found on all social media podcast platforms. Our website is libservativeshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at Libservative Pod. And our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast. And you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. You're going you gonna to wish my, my, my Dexter a, a happy birthday? He's yeah, two years birthday, old today, Dexter. He's happy. That's he's fourteen in dog years. He's a happy two years old today. Good little boy. He's got his little what bandana kind of on. What's that? What kind of dog? I can't even fucking remember. I think he's a. I think he's a. He's a lab mountain cur with a brindle coat. And his, uh, dog. his big sissy is uh, eleven years old, so she's getting she's getting up there in years. Uh, That's seventy seven in dog years. She's she's an old lady, but she's still fucking. Bounds through the baby gate when we try to lock her out of the fucking living room. <laughs> She's a tank. That dog is a uh, pit bull boxer mix, so that kind of tracks. Uh, I was waiting for my son to shit on the toilet so I can get him a boxer. You still haven't gotten little CJ to sit, shit on the toilet yet? Oh, he's only three in human years. What kind of father are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My daughter's like a whole year older. 
and she's just now going by herself. Dude, Corey will piss by himself. Like he'll be in here playing. I'll be in the other room, and I'll just all of a sudden I'll just hear like toilet seat go up. I hear the piss. I hear the flush. Back down the hallway. So we're we're starting off somewhere. But the shitting, the shitting is a problem. Yeah, Dan. At this point, if he started shitting in a in the litter box, I would consider it an improvement. Uh, I buy it. Well, it's it's interesting. We're going to get into this a little bit later in the show, but I'm I'm wondering the if litter box is dead. No, I'm yet yeah, so no, seriously. I'm wondering if Joe Biden is capable of shitting in a litter box. But we'll get to that as we as we move a little bit further out of the show. But first of all, Corey, what are you, what are you drinking? What are you consuming so that we can be a little bit more of people to uh, uh, to the listeners out there? I got this world renowned pilsner. Here, is there I don't know if you've ever had this one. Is there a you such thing as a world-renowned pilsner? Oh, Miller Lite, of course. <laughs> Miller Lite. <laughs> and he then still hasn't graduated to Coors yet. Sorry, sorry, folks. I'm not gonna drink Coors. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not one of those weirdos that's going to not turn it down if someone offers me a, a Coors. I'm like, yeah, I need to fight off the shakes. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, and then I'm drinking some Rabbit Hole Cape Hill, and then consuming, listening to uh, some really fucking sad country music by a phenomenal artist. What happened to you, Benjamin Todd? So I had an epiphany a little bit recently, actually. Uh-oh. I heard a song uh, by this guy named I think is Ryan Nolan. The song '68, and uh, talks about how his mom's a piece of shit, and he's just he's tired of like being nice and uh, being the guy that's like being his crutch and he wants to, he's an adult now he wants to move on with his old life. And it, I had this epiphany that all of like the emo scene music that we heard when we were in high school, and we had all that teen angst, like, I'm sorry, I can't be perfect dad by simple plan type shit. We all yeah, grew so up a little bit of good Charlotte action. I, I hear you. I feel you. We all grew up and now like it's, it's all turned into like country music. Like you see all these guys, they look like they're hipsters. Like they were literally like like with gauges and stuff. Like ten years ago, they were singing seamster songs, and now there's this whole sub- subset of music, especially from the Appalachian uh, Mountains. I was gonna say, like, I'm I'm unfamiliar with this, but are you trying to tell me that country is the new punk rock? Uh the alternative, the, the country music that isn't being forced by like. Like the major labels. Nobody cares like, about what you hear on the radio. I'm not talking about that stuff. Right. Yeah. No, dude. It is. It's, it's, uh, you listen to these songs. Oh. Like it's, it's, but like obviously there's still upbeat and like happiness and stuff. But like, and country music has always had like a lot of emotion yeah, to it. Yeah. When I was a youngster, I thought about slitting my wrist. <laughs> now I just drink myself to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it was just something interesting. I thought that, uh, like, and a lot of my friends who were seen into the whole like emo and scene like stage when we were younger, a lot of them listen to like Merle Haggard and shit like that. And it's, I just find it interesting that uh, it's like evolved. Like they grew up into that the same way that kind of like the uh, the goth scene when we were in middle school slash high school uh, turned into the tr- trans 
movement, I think. Right? Yeah, that's that's fair. Is there a, is there a, a major like, difference? Fuck you, mom and dad. You'll never understand me. No, is there a, yeah, is there a major difference between like the goth scene of 2003 and the trans scene of 2023? Yes, because the goth scene didn't have billions of dollars from the big pharma and big like health industry like propagating it. No, I'm just talking about like the the the, the mental aspect of the people that are actually involved. Well, yeah, because we've talked about this before. Like, what's left, really? Like, what's left? Like, punk is done. Goth is done. The scene stage was done. Like, Dude, how do you like? What's counterculture kind of weird, now? Like, we've 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 gotten to a point where like conservatism is kind of punk rock, which is really fucking odd. <laughs> I never thought it would come full circle like that, isn't it? Isn't isn't conservatism kind of punk rock in some ways? Yeah, because like yeah, like, it used to be. Yeah, like you're well. No, it is now. That's what we're saying. Like it's like because all the parents are liberal now. So to tell your parents to fuck off is by reading your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's That's interesting, and like, that goes right along. It correlates with the whole Asbury uh, revival thing. I have been uh, so I I listened to the first two episodes of uh, the Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. That's what I've been consuming. And I also finished Full Swing, which was the golf show that I was watching that I still recommend to anybody, even people that aren't golf fans. But I will warn you, if you do watch that show, you will likely become a golf fan. So your your entire weekend's going to be consumed with smoking meats and watching golf on television, which to me is a great existence, but maybe it's not for everyone. So I had, <laughs> I was in, I was in my, uh, in the shower. You know, that's where all the great thoughts come from, you know, shower thoughts. And I was thinking about golf because uh, I I was just thinking about like how we like mentioned it in the last episode or whatever and how like it just I'm just I have no interest in watching golf. And I don't think it's the idea of the sport because like the whole like mechanics of it, the idea of the way you chop the ball and hit it the right way to give it a backspin because you want it to park or roll based on the green like. All that stuff, like, you know, it's it's similar to disc golf. Like, I like that shit. Like, the idea of, like, how much technicality there is to it is cool. I think what I don't like about golf is the rigidness of it. Well, they're you trying know, to like, change Because that. it's supposed to be, like, like it's it's a re, it's a renowned, refined sport. Yeah, a gentleman's you know, it's been sport, around yeah. A gentleman's sport, like, was it, what was it, created in Ireland or Scotland? Scotland. Like, in, like, the, what, the 1600s or it might even have been before that, Yeah. Yeah. And so I was thinking about how they need to create a sort of like minor league or Bush league golf league where you have a bunch of happy Gilmores or who's the one guy who's the redneck. Who's always smoking cigars. You're talking about John Daly, the fat guy. Yeah. John Daly. Yeah. Imagine like now if there was golf, where was a bunch of John Daly's and they were all mic'd up. I would absolutely a hundred percent watch that. But here's the thing. There's like, you watch the waste management tournament. That no, is, it was on when I was at the bar. I didn't. But that 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 if you're gonna watch a tournament, that's the one because these guys the 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 fans are cheering. It's not a hey, quiet please kind of you know uh, backwards deal. It's just it's sports fans actually there. Uh, but if you watch if you watch full swing, you're going to realize how fucking difficult this goddamn game is. It is the 
Hardest game on planet Earth. I don't care what anybody says. I had a cousin argue with me multiple times because he was a baseball guy. Oh, round bat, round ball. Like, okay. So hitting a baseball may be the hardest thing to do in sports, but as a full game, there is nothing harder than the game of golf. So like, if you want to watch the pinnacle of the pinnacle of like the ability of human beings to be precise, golf is the game to watch. And the I've always said this. When you watch major championship golf, so that includes the Masters, that includes the U.S. Open, that includes the PGA Championship, and that includes the British Open or the Open Championship, major championship golf is some of the most riveting television you will ever watch if you're into the storylines. Because golf is all about storylines, right? So like this week, this past weekend, Tiger Woods... A man who is 47 years old. Oh, the tampon thing? I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. So a man who is 47 years old, a man who has been through uh, uh, multiple car crashes, a man who has destroyed his body trying to get so perfect at this one craft, goes out and he plays against, he's, he's playing in a group with Justin Thomas. So for anybody who doesn't know who Justin Thomas is, he's, I believe he's in his mid twenties and he's one of the top 10 players in the world. And he goes out on one hole and he out drives this out drives this guy. And he hands him a tampon as a joke. Right. And the whole world. Like that, and like the fact that he had in his it. pocket, that has to be a running joke in, in, golf you know what i mean like that's something that these guys do yeah and the whole world freaks out about it calling it like misogynistic or whatever but like this is clearly just a joke between friends like this is something that i would do with my buddies out playing golf on a saturday afternoon like you've outdriven me all this time here's your that little snippet that little snippet is like when you watch like disc golf tournaments it's just a little bit more rowdy it's not as like like white tie, like uh, like black tie event type thing. Like it, they they are there and they're goofing around and making jokes. It's less like formal. I think you think golf is a little more pre- pretentious than it actually is nowadays. Oh, so that I was gonna. I was, yeah, I'm glad you say that because I was literally gonna get to that next. And I was gonna say is maybe it's not necessarily the players and the sport itself, but it's the way it's presented. Like how the fuck they spell masters when you see the transition screen that's just spelled like fucking pretentious as shit. Like they just try to make it seem like it's like this super high class. Well, you thing. can't you can't use the masters as an example because yes, I was that is gonna say <laughs> that that's that's the event that's like oh it's the event the Queen of England is coming to watch this event today. We should all put on our ties and yeah, that's but that's not that's not the that's not the game as a whole. Right. No, I I understand that. Like when I go out and golf with my friends, I have a fucking riot. I get in trouble for taking a piece of wire and opening up the governor on the golf cart so it goes way faster. <laughs> like trying to jump the tee box. So now that's I a know, true story. So that know, actually happened. Now I know what Corey's going to do at my bachelor party in you know seven months or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I got some badass tailor made clubs. <laughs> like like I I like I enjoy playing the sport, but watching it. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Watch, watch, watch the U.S. Open. I would recommend the U.S. Open. It's usually These guys are sitting here all quiet, and they're like, "All right, and here comes Tiger." Woods. Not at the U.S. Yes. Open, dude. Not at the U.S. No, Open. no. It's like the difference between pro football. And I mean, yeah, college. you got to be quiet when a guy's swinging his club, but 
it's before which is respect you know same thing after. with disc golf i'm not sitting here yelling hey hey douchebag you know <laughs> when uh, my friend is up there ready to throw his disc and stuff but so it's the best game in the world in my opinion it's like i think i think maybe they need some more color colorful characters in there like charles i'm not barkley? talking about tiger woods like charles barkley <laughs> yeah if, like charles barkley mic'd up playing golf i would probably watch that so you would have watched the match a couple years ago they Was he mic'd up? Yeah, they do this like this tournament where there's like, a couple of amateurs. Yeah, a couple of amateurs and a couple of pros, and they go out and they they swing the club. Yeah, and Charles Barkley's been involved. It's very, Tom it's very. Brady. Did you hear that yeah. CNN might be sniping Charles Barkley? Barles Charkley? No. Yeah, well, Barles Charkley might be playing ESPN or CNN. CNN. There, he's not going to go there. You know how much money? You know how much no. money Charles. He's Barkley political makes? though. But you know how much money Charles no, Barkley man. makes doing the NBA halftime shows with Ernie and and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the other yeah. guys. No, on, I know, on, I get on, that. Uh, TNT. He ain't going nowhere. Anyway, he makes like, twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, he's good. We're, ten million <laughs> salary and then ten million in endorsements. I think he's good. He's not going to CNN. Why would you do that? <laughs> For fun, <laughs> for shits and giggles. Yeah, but less viewership. Yeah, I guarantee you more people watch the NBA playoffs to see Charles Barkley and Shaq go at it than they do CNN to watch, you know, Jake, Jake Tamper talk to. Oh, wait, wait. Was it Charles Barkley or Shaquille? No, no it, it was, was it Charles Barkley. It was Charles Barkley. Barkley. It was Charles I'm reading Barkley. it right now. From CNN, yeah, Charles Barkley. Yeah, they're trying to poach him. Uh, so, uh, speaking of poaching. <laughs> Speaking of poaching, I don't know where that segue is going. So a big, a big uh, piece of tonight's show is going to be. I don't know if you if you read the uh, the title. I would hope you did before actually tuning into this episode. The Ukrainian states of America. So I chose that title without permission from Corey Walsh because I did it because I felt like it. Uh, because there was a quote-unquote secret meeting this week where Joe Biden went to Ukraine to meet with Volodymyr Zelensky. Was it that secret, though? I there. That's just how it's. It was secret for us. It's our. It's interesting. I don't mean to cut you off, but like our media portrays it as, oh, Biden's docking on the White House said he was fucking taking a nap riding the train or something and he was actually going to ukraine but our secret but our pentagon actually informed russia that he was going there so they didn't bomb anywhere any weird places that might kill our president because that would lead to world war three no not only would that lead to world war three Corey, that would lead to kamala harris being the president of the united states <laughs> putin is like World War Three, I am okay with. Uh, Kamala Harris is your president? No, no, no. Some of your it. weirdos in your country like me, and if I made her president, they would no longer like me. <laughs> he sh- honestly, like, if I was Putin, I'd be like, oh, this might be a good idea. <laughs> That's worse than any sort of fucking nuclear threat in the world. <laughs> Kamala Harris is your president. You want no. to make us look like assholes? That's a good way to go. Listen, I'm a I'm this authoritative self interest dictator, but I'm not an animal. <laughs> so I I I look at this visit and you I don't remember what the number is. I don't really care, but some amount of billions of dollars now more committed to the Ukrainian cause to you know 
fight off the Russians. And I look at this as I have since the very beginning, and I go, well, that would be a very noble thing if, if the West made any sort of attempt, that includes NATO and all the countries involved, including the United States, if they had made any sort of attempt to negotiate some sort of peace with the Russians. To, okay, to, Israeli Prime Minister Bennett. Fuck that. But to come away with any sort of uh, negotiation where we could end this war, and if the Russians had come back and gone, yeah, we're not doing that, I don't think I would have any issue from the no, beginning I, until today with us providing aid to the Ukrainians. But there's no interest from the West in actually making that negotiation happen. And, and that's why I said Israeli, the prime minister from Israel, uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Bennett. He literally said that. Naftali Bennett said in an interview posted on his YouTube channel on Saturday that the U.S. Well, it's Netanyahu now, allies, so you're talking about the former guy. No, he's not the prime minister. No, Israeli... Uh, Again. Oh, former Israeli yeah. Prime Minister Bennett. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thanks, Dan. We tried to be. A I'm very, glad to help. Uh, you're not even looking at the article, and you're just like, "Nope, Fuck. I already just knew it." <laughs> <laughs> former Israeli, former Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said in an interview posted to his YouTube channel on Saturday that the U.S. and its Western allies. So this is from February 7th. So it's actually not Saturday. It's a little bit ago. But the U.S. and its Western allies blocked his efforts of mediating between Russia and Ukraine to bring an end to the war in its early days. So yeah, basically, just not, it's not just you just being old man yelling at cloud. There's other people from other countries that are saying, "Yeah, we we could have avoided this." Yeah, and I look at it and I go. Negotiated peace is probably for the best, but it's amazing to me how quickly it turns to you're a you know you're a a, a Putin apologist. It's like no, we 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 have we have our own uh, our own issues, and we have our own. It, speaking of the West, we have our own uh, lead up into this war, but I guess the point is. You're sitting here and you're willing to commit, I don't remember what the number was, but $1.5 billion or $2.5 billion. You can look it up. I think I don't we give them a, a total of $30 billion at this point. But what, what, what was committed to on Biden's visit? I don't know. It was some billions of dollars. I don't have it in front of me. I don't really care. If Bell cares to look it up, he can let us know. I don't, it doesn't really bother me. because I can hear his keyboard tap and he's on it. <laughs> because the point is, the point is you, you're willing to go and travel to Ukraine to... Offer this aid. It's three billion. Three, yeah, three. But I think it was, yeah, I think it was like two point eight. It was something around the three, three billion dollar mark. Uh, but you're willing to go to Ukraine. You're willing to talk to talk to Zelensky. You're willing to offer this aid. But what are you not willing to do? You're not willing to go to fucking Ohio to talk to the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, about offering FEMA aid. To East Palestine. This is where the Fred Hampton and Jimmy Dore leftists lose their fucking shit. Right here. You have a f- an, an absolute... I mean, 
possibly Chernobyl level disaster happen in Eastern Ohio slash Western Pennsylvania. And what do you do? You do what the Soviets would have done or did in the late 80s to cover up Chernobyl. Oh, no big deal. We're not going to let anybody know about this either. No big deal. We'll clean it up. It's going to get cleaned up. The uh, the, 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 the rail company is going to clean it up. It's not that big a deal. No air problems. No water problems. No pollution problems. But we already know that there are at least at least stories that are antithetical to what he's saying or to what the Biden administration is saying. So you're willing to offer all this money to Ukraine, but you can't even offer money to clean up Ohio. Yeah, no, you're right. And guess who was in Ohio? Oh, God, please tell me this is Donald Trump. In East Palestine, Ohio, Donald Trump was buying lunch for all the firefighters and first responders. And so I share this, Dan, because the former president was there but uh, our current president has yet to go there. And why I say this is because I'm already putting my foot in my mouth. Because I believe it was you that said don't t- count Trump out, right? As far as what? As far as the Republican as, nomination? Yeah. No, of course not. Believe- yeah. And this right here is reminiscent of his 2016 campaign. He's there, and the, you know, and like, and here's the thing. Here's here's what uh, fucking frustrates me about this. <clears throat> the left is going to do the same goddamn thing they did in 2016. They're going to laugh and they're going to scoff and be like, "Oh, of course he's at a McDonald's." Because when I first saw that he's at a McDonald's, like I did, I was like, <laughs> like I laughed. I was like, "He's at a McDonald's." Like that's giggly because remember he bought the national team like mcdonald's because the white house's staff was not there because the government was closed i don't even think it was mcdonald's old news it was like it was like Hardee's or something <laughs> no i think it was mcdonald's he got them big macs and uh six-piece chicken nuggets whatever doesn't and matter. uh right right yeah regardless uh the left is just gonna make fun of this and laugh at the fact that of course he visits a mcdonald's when he's in ohio but he's in a city where you have a bunch of people that are scared afraid to go home, afraid to drink their water. And Biden is off in Ukraine for a proxy war mm-hmm. and still hasn't even gone to the city. And Trump is there. And wonder why this guy fucking won the elections of 2016. And the left is like, yeah, well, they're all racist. And it's no, like, no, no, the reality like, is, the reality is, and you and I both, I, I, I think Bell's in on this as well. I think all three of us can't fucking stand Donald Trump and what he actually represents and what he actually does. Uh, But he just has this way of understanding where middle America, everyday America, borderline impoverished America used to be uh, 
um, used to be middle-class America that suddenly isn't anymore. He finds a way to grab them. Yeah. And does he do it for the right reasons? I don't think so. By just fucking showing By up. By just showing up. Now, is he doing what he did in Ohio for the right reasons? Probably not. He's not doing no. it because he actually gives a shit about the He's one of the Ohio. major counterparts in what happened there. Absolutely. But, but those people at people, this point, those people don't give a fuck about what led up to this. They just know that they can't drink water. And Biden's absent. Pete Buttigieg Trump's is there. blaming Trump. And Trump is there in Trump country. But just basically what, you, what, saying, what hey, I think you have like, to ask yourself, what I, what I think you have to ask yourself is, is Trump going to fix this if he were to be elected in 2020? No, no. 100%. But Dan, you got to remember. Hold on. Bell's got something to say. I, Throw it in there, buddy. I have an article right here. I'm not saying he's going to fix it, but he has brought thousands of gallons of water, thousands of gallons of cleaning supplies. <laughs> to throw at people like the paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like that's but that's just it. Like we're making jokes about this, but he's there. Exactly. He's there. You hate to Dan, remember a majority of America doesn't pay attention to this shit like you or I do. Mm-hmm. They don't know that this is indirectly a like a big factor of this is Trump's fault. They don't know things like that. They just know that right now they're scared. They don't know where to turn. They don't know who to look to. They can't trust anyone. They can't trust the train industry. People to judge. It's clear that there's a cover-up going on. Well, it's just another. And, it's just another siloed issue, right? It's like who's. So who wins this is based on who the referee is, right? So you have you have Donald Trump who was responsible for removing uh, a good portion of the. Um, whatever the the rules for uh freight whether it's the you know the 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 electronic brakes or how long the trains can be when you're carrying hazardous materials right so trump is responsible for removing a lot of those regulations under the guise of you know quote unquote ha, hashtag capitalism but then you also have the fact that biden's been in power for two fucking years now and he hasn't put any of those regulations back in place. So who's responsible? Well, it depends on who the fucking referee is. Right. And like and this and this and like what I was just thinking about is the fact that uh and like this is only gonna harden people more because all the pompous liberals are now not gonna talk about the train derailment. They're gonna talk about Trump being there at McDonald's and making jokes of it. And all these people who live in this city are going to see that. And they're, they're going to vote gonna be for like, Donald Trump well, in 2024. Yeah, the fuck? Where's Biden? At least he showed up. You know what I mean? Like, it's everyone's going to be making jokes about the whole McDonald's thing and then Trump showing up there. When was, was this today? He was either there today or yesterday. Recording on uh, February 22nd. So, yeah, close to close to today, I would imagine. I don't know. I uh, just... Jack Bosiak shared this tweet four hours ago, so he might have been. He was either there today or yesterday. Oh, the, the OAN guy. I mean, is whatever. He, Jack, is he uh, OAN? Jack Persobiak? I'm pretty sure he's OAN. Yeah. One of those. I just, I just know he shared a video of Trump being there in One. his fucking "Make America Great Again" hat. 
One America News. I will say, is it One America, Dan? I think it is. Oh man, I want that would have been a great segue into Marge's divorce, but I still have more to say about but this. You, you, you're, just, you're just stepping all over Bell. He's got something to say. What's up, I was Bell? just gonna say, um, the last time the government website of Ohio was updated with information for residents to do anything was five days ago. Sounds about right. I saw a video pop up, dude. And it was uh, DeWine and all these people in someone's house drinking water out of someone's faucet, taking drinks out of a glass of water. Straight out of Obama's. Can I get a glass glass of water? water? (laughs) Yeah. Straight out of Obama's fucking playlist. Like it was it was gross. This is going to be this is going to be of them drinking the water. Ohio as Michiganders, we hate you for your college football team. However, and that God, actually, we thank you for the Toledo Award because you gave us the whole UP. We we are in solidarity <laughs> with you when it comes to the federal government pretending to give a shit about you. Because I guarantee you, everyone in Flint, Michigan, is looking at this. Actually, maybe they're not because they're still worried about getting clean drinking water themselves. But if they happen to see what's going on here, they are in solidarity with you when it comes to the fact that the federal government doesn't give a shit about you. And by the way, Rick Snyder was a Republican governor here in Michigan that caused the fucking problem. These these two parties... Dude, these can I say two, something real quick these, about that? Can I just finish? I'm going to finish right here with this... Can with, I finish, please? With this statement, with this statement, neither of these parties give a fuck about you. Whether or, no. not, whether or not Donald Trump came and visited you, he did it because he wants to win an election. And the fact that Joe Biden didn't come to visit you speaks for itself. These two parties don't give a fuck about you. Stop fucking voting for them. So he's on YouTube. Go ahead. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, you can change down there at all. To, uh... All right. Um, so uh, that connector just said, actually, I was actually going to bring this up. And I forgot where I was going to go with what I was going to say to you. Because... This is all that matters. Come in and out and going to ether. But he said 3,000 communities have doubled the lead of Flint water. And I absolutely believe it. I know Benton Harbor in Michigan was one of them. And it's it's just, uh, it's fucking sad. Oh, I know what I was going to say. And uh, what does Flint and East Palestine have in common? So Flint is a majority black community that's poor. Mm-hmm. East Palestine is a majority white community that's poor. That's poor. Yeah. The class. Oh, no it. one gives a shit about poor people as evidenced by the fact that when you go and you look at uh, the whole Dakota access pipeline, I forget the name of the city, but when the Dakota access pipeline was like, like plotted out of where they were going to send it, there was this community of like 300,000 people and it's equivalent to probably like a Sterling Heights, you know, like just a medium sized suburb community majority white but they had money in their pockets right i gotta get in front of the camera to show the money sign mm-hmm. uh, they had money in their pockets so the company showed up and was like hey we're thinking about running this uh uh pipeline through your city or whatever and the whole city was like fuck no what if there's a spill we don't want that shit in our city so the company went oh okay we won't 
And so they moved it over to the reservations. Not in my backyard. And right ran it you? ran it through the poor reservations of the Native American community that lived there. And when they did that, and then when they all raised their hands and went, whoa, what the fuck? No, we don't want this. Obama just fucking sent in the dogs, literal dogs. The private uh, security companies that were going there had dogs and they were attacking people. And it's just uh, this same damn thing man well that's how you know right so let's say let's 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 create let's create an alternate universe real quick and then we can move on to the next topic let's let's create an alternate universe let's create an alternate universe where east palestine is a black community and let's create an alternate universe where not only is east palestine a black community but also donald trump is president right and real quick uh what do you think is going to happen here, one second. Uh, that connector shared a link from Reuters saying they show like evidence of three thousand communities having more water, more lead in their water than Flint. Yeah, I mean, so, we, yeah, we just have Jackson, Mississippi. I'm, I'm we just heard about we could that do a one whole over episode. Yeah. yeah, Benton Harbor. Yep, Reuters. We're close to Flint, so it's in our little sphere. We actually still hear about it here and there. We have this great investigative journalist here named Charlie LaDuff who's like not letting up on shit like this. And and like the the reason the, the reason the Flint water comes to mind is not only because it's a minority community, but also because it was unbelievably a fucking avoidable. It was so avoidable. Yeah. It was all, yeah, so it was all yeah, that so saving measure. Flint- yeah, what makes Flint so interesting is the fact that uh, it was a co- it was a cost saving measure because the city was bankrupt, uh, and the reason why you don't hear anything about it is because they got junk bonds and junk loans from J.P. Morgan Chase when they were legally not even supposed to get these loans, but they got approved by the Obama administration. They got thrown onto uh, Schneider. And then all the shit hit the fan. Everyone tried to cover it up. Obama shows up to drink a glass of water, takes a little sip. Everyone's like, oh, the water's safe. But it wasn't. And then after that, and no, and this is the part that no one's even talking about, is the fact that after that, Bill Schuette, another Republican, was ready to hang Rick Snyder with all of the uh, evidence that he had and bring him to court. And then we have a Democrat attorney general show up. And she said she's restarting the case and just nixed all that evidence, started the case over. And not, and because I, in my personal opinion, this goes down to because of the fact she's trying to protect her own party, that it's all a wash and now nothing's going to come of it. There's going to be people that walk away from this with their have, hands clean. And you have both political parties involved. And that's, that's yeah. what, that's, that's the... The thing that we we will always try to drive home on this This isn't to downplay the other 3,000 communities, but this one is just such a blatant uh, uh, example of just corruption sitting on a pedestal, and it's just absolutely gross. And And that's what makes me afraid of what's happening in East Palestine, going back to that, because of the fact when you look up what's going on there, the EPA is releasing these... uh, these different like soil samples going look it's safe but then when you look at their pdf form of like who's doing the soil samples it's a company called tetratech all right now if you look up tetratech it's this company who in 2019 two of their former employees just got busted for falsifying solar sam- soil samples of radioactive uh, material at a naval base in california so 
at best best case scenario this is governing incompetence of uh our epa just being too fucking big to not realize that they're rehiring and subsidizing a failing company when you go and look at their stock buybacks and the, the way they do their stocks it's a failing company that's being propped up by the government so at best this is just government uh, incompetence at worst it's a fucking cover-up and I always and say, I hope it's just incompetence because I don't want people in this city just to score political points. Go, oh fuck yeah, look this is bad. I don't want these people to be fucked up. I hope that a lot of this stuff is embellished, and I hope that these people aren't fucked for the rest of their lives. No, and, but I, and I always say I don't trust don't, the government for shit because they've never given me uh, any sort of evidence to do so. Don't chalk anything up to nefariousness that can be easily explained by, by incompetence. I live by that motto. Thank you, Catherine Mankey Ward. Of <laughs> Wait, say that one again. Say that one again. Never chalk anything up to nefariousness that can easily be explained by incompetence. And I think that's what we're dealing with here. Catherine yeah. Mankey Ward from Reason Magazine. She's she's the bomb. I like that. She uh yeah, cause that's what it mostly is. Like what do, what do people say uh they, when you see when you talk about the two shows uh that regard to like DC politics it's way less uh what's the one with Kevin Spacey House of Cards Yeah, yeah it's cards. it's way less House of Cards way more Veep <laughs> And that's it. what it really is it's just a bunch of fucking idiots just bumbling around there Anyway we're 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 definitely going to keep an eye on this uh this East Palestine situation because this is this is a, this is a situation that I mean People are calling it our, you know, our Chernobyl. Is that hyperbolic? Is that maybe a little too much? Who knows? Uh, but we're, 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 this is something we're definitely going to keep an eye on. As many so Bell is uh, bringing up about East Palestine, how the Pennsylvania governor is like, he's uh, offering everyone in their city that if you want to test your water, then absolutely hit us up. We'll give you a free water testing device and things like By that. By an independent an yeah. investigator. That's that's the big part. Not a uh, failing company that's subsidized by the government. Dig it. So get and after it. If you live in East Palestine, go for it. It's the uh, Pennsylvania side. Yeah. Because yeah, because East Palestine is only like twenty minutes from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's not far. Not even. It borders. It's Pennsylvania. real close. Yeah, it's not that far from Pittsburgh. So, uh, you want to talk about natural immunity, Corey? I figured talk about natural immunity. Um, did you did you even have that in our banners? Yeah, it's right. You here. did COVID and why Ben Franklin's security quote. Yeah, uh, it's always something that that comes to mind. So you 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 actually sent this to me and got me on this. Uh, so essentially, what we're looking at is the mainstream media is admitting something that quote unquote conspiracy theorists knew the better part if not more 2 years ago which yep. is that which is that n- catching covid gives you as good if not better immunity than the mrna vaccine yeah and i'm going to start off with the premise that we're not these anti-vax conspiracy theorists or anything like that like the vaccine is definitely helping people and saving lives and doing things like that. The premise that we're coming from is the mandate. <laughs> the fucking mandate. That's what I'm stuck on. 
when you go and you talk to your your doctor and he's like yeah you, fuck you have fibromyalgia and cystic fibrosis you should probably get the vaccine listen to your fucking doctor right but my thing is is the way that these vaccines were pushed by big pharma the same fucking big pharma that caused the opioid epidemic in our country is literally taking these vaccines and it's a fucking money gram as evidenced by the fact that we're talking about, Oh, get the vaccine or you're killing grandma. If we're really worried about saving lives, then we wouldn't be fucking not giving these vaccines to third world countries. But now evidence is showing up that if you catch COVID and you're not vaccinated, that the natural immunity has the same effectiveness as the vaccine itself, which is something now, that we knew. It is something we knew multiple because years, a couple years ago we knew this. Because I look at this and I go, okay, I, I look at. I'm not a fucking virologist, right? I am right. not. I'm so not no, a biologist. So, and let me just finish, Corey. I'm not. A, I'm not a virologist, and okay. I'm not a biologist, right? However, when you look at the way that vaccine immunity or I'm sorry, viral immunity has been achieved throughout all of human history. How is it, Corey? What's the answer? You catch the virus. Maybe you die if you're unlucky, or maybe you have a bad bad immune system or whatever happens. You don't survive the virus. But what's the other scenario? You survive Your the virus, an you build yeah. an immunity, and... It helps you not contract that virus for I don't know. If it, we'll lose the we'll use the the flu as an example. Maybe you don't catch that same flu for a couple years, a couple five years, whatever it is. It doesn't take a genius to understand the basics of virology and and the immunization to viruses. But big pharma made us feel like we're all idiots and i was a victim of this right because i was one of the people that was like just just get it just get it just get it save grandma like i was i was one of those people i have facebook posts and tweets about it like i was one of those people that was like you're a piece of shit if you don't get the don't get the vaccine but it didn't take that long for me to go okay this is kind of silly it's not killing that many people yeah real quick it was real easy to see the money grab so, for example, I'm right now on GladstoneInstitute.org's website. And this article was published a year ago, almost to the day. And they said a year ago, in experiments using mice and blood samples from donors who were infected with Omicron, the team found that the Omicron variant induces only a weak immune response in vaccinated individuals. This response, while weak, helps strengthen overall protection against a variety of COVID-19 strains. In those without prior vaccination, however, the immune response failed to confer broad, robust protection against other strains. So the CBS study that we're that were that well, the CBS article that we're talking about that's referring to a study that dealed with 69 different case studies in 19 countries. They're talking about how it's as good, if not better, for 10 months that natural immunity protects you from COVID. So I guess what I'm getting at here is how like the narrative 
Of just and remember, because the people would a year ago, people were saying the same thing that this CBS article was saying, and you would be you'd lose your job if you didn't get the vaccine because of mandates. You would get censored or be be labeled as a disinformationist or a misinformationist, all because you were the head of the curve of the quote unquote experts. There are no experts. Hey, bright and nice. They they don't actually exist. <laughs> Or if they do, they're in they're in the pockets of big pharma, and it's just it just shouldn't be that difficult to know that like so for me right so I I got I got COVID really late right like I wasn't one of like the first initial people what was the what was I only had COVID once and I think it was it was February about a year ago February of 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 twenty twenty two was the first time I actually contracted COVID and I was like I feel like having and I, I already knew being vaccinated and then getting this virus I'm like I gotta be good right no they're still pushing me to get more booster shots when I'm at a point where like so I wasn't able to go I was I was almost not able to go to the summer camp that I go to because I didn't have the booster, right? So I'm like, but I just had COVID a month and a half ago. What is the reason why I would need to get a booster at this point? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's stuff like that, where it's like when you have COVID, you have the first couple of shots, you get COVID, and, they, they, and the, there are still areas that are forcing you to get another shot why would i get another shot when i just and you know that's COVID? unique to the u.s right you know uk israel all these other countries they consider getting it and then fully recovering as a form of uh vaccination contracting the virus is what you're saying yeah, yeah contracting like, the virus natural immunity is considered a form of vaccination that's just basic vi countries. that's basic virology that i don't know anything about it just goes to show you what the money grab is here. Like it's because our whole healthcare industry is based on dollar bills. You mean and it goes back to what I said about that's there's evidence of that by the fact that these companies who is being uh government subsidized, all this research is being done by our publicly funded colleges and things like that, and then they just patent the the, the vaccine and then they take it, mass produce it. And then sell to us as exorbitant prices. Who was it, Moderna, that was raising their price by like a hundred percent or three hundred percent or something like that? And they're mass producing these, and they're telling all of us if we don't get it, we're going to kill grandma. But at the same time, not sending it to third world countries to help other human beings because it's not as much it's, of a monetary profit to it. It's very similar to the Ukraine situation, where it's like it's it's all about democracy and freedom. No, it's not. So to round all this up, to get back to what I was saying, what pissed me off about all of this, like, do the vaccines work? Ah, they do for some people. At this point, almost everyone's had COVID to where natural immunity even might be a bigger deal. Like, get it if you want. Like, I'm not trying to Not even you. if you, like, some people might need it. Like, it does. It'll save some people's lives. Want, but like, Even if you want. But the like, mandate, like, people lost their jobs over this. People were, like, saying, I already had it. I don't need the vaccine. And they were like, Oh no! You need the vaccine, or you can't work here anymore. 
police departments and cities where crime is skyrocketing, all sorts of things like that. So this goes back to Benjamin Franklin's quote that those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. safety. If you need the vaccine and your doctor says to get it, don't be a tinfoil head doofus. <laughs> but trying to force this on anyone is gross. I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. I'm with it. Sorry. Um now I'm like three quarters of the way in the bag. So we're we're gonna have You were three quarters here. earlier, like six I quarters. I was two thirds. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was two thirds. Uh did you what are we on to next? Did you want to talk about uh we still don't have the Epstein list? I mean we can save that. Taliban. Yeah, we're saving it. Uh yeah, I'm gonna save the absurd shit for the end. Uh, we talked about East Palestine. We talked about uh, Dominion lawsuits. COVID. How about uh, UFOs are here? Psyop? This Probably not. No, this is this is exactly okay. So you want to talk about the UFOs? You got the banner up. I don't know which one you. Yeah, edit. Most likely some poor kid science project. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see it. You got to find it. Oh, there you, you got it. You got it. I look at this fucking thing. And it is exactly what I fucking expected. Where it was, it is absolutely nothing. So it turns out that these fucking balloons, most likely, as expected, were independent research projects. And I say independent research projects as a really nice way to say a fucking redneck blew up a weather balloon and threw it up in the air. That is that, that's that's what these things turned out to be. And you had Corey. The thing that upsets me about this is you had people that we respect, that you and I respect. I'm talking. I'm talking to you, Sagar and Jetty, and I'm talking directly to you, Sagar and Jetty. <laughs> he, he he. To be fair, though, he did say that he. He was really kind of like hoping for it, right? Didn't he say something like that? Yeah, he was very hopeful that these were actually aliens. But it's like we all knew. Like this is He's good. like the guy from uh Mars Attacks that runs out, take me. These are, take me. We all knew this was gonna be something stupid. <laughs> and then just gets annihilated. When, when NORAD changed the uh the the whatever the 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 ability for the uh, he's engaged now by the way I didn't I mean yeah I didn't even a, know he had a girlfriend he's a handsome Indian man uh he's not engaged to a dude though right no woman no he's way too conservative for that is he that's the thing about like 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 Crystal and Sagar and breaking points it's just a brief tangent everybody goes well Sagar's the person or uh, Crystal's the person on the left and Sagar's the person on the right. It's like dude there's nothing right wing about Sagar and Jetty in any way. You have to it's it's weird <laughs> subtleties. If you listen to the show religiously like I listen to it every time it pops up. Uh breaking points to me is honestly to you I guess. But like like his weird he gets really hung up on like professionalism and just dressing nice. And like he like talks shit about Fetterman because Fetterman's always wearing a hoodie and stuff. There's different social, like he's uh, culturally conservative, which means everyone should be Christian. And which is weird because I don't think he's Christian, but he's a uh, he's from India, so that would be what that'd be Hinduism. I mean, multiple things. There's Islam, 
there's Buddhism, there's Hinduism in India. That's true. Lots of different religions in there. Anyway, India is an interesting matter. country. Doesn't matter. It's the biggest democracy in the world. Ooh, and it's not doing well. What does that tell you? Fascism you is the only way. Republic. That's why you need a constitutional republic. No, fascism. Fascism is the only. You sure way. about that? It's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the, if you're in charge, it's convenient. What do you think about these balloons, Corey? Because I'm I'm not shocked by any of. This. I think it's fucking hilarious that the that the uh, what is it? I have it written down. It is the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. <laughs> It just sounds like a goddamn clown show. Like these guys just and, and I don't mean to disparage their hobby of letting balloons go. <laughs> I didn't know there's a whole club for that. But <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, they just let balloons go and see where they go, I guess. They have like GPS stuff hooked up to them and stuff. <laughs> and like this happens and they they just they had to reach out to the Pentagon like hey uh that might have been us <laughs> so by the way <laughs> the cylindrical balloon you're talking about that might have been just one of our goofabouts that quarter billion dollar sidewinder missile you just wasted <laughs> right and it's funny though because when you think about like the technology and uh all of that stuff our military was able to shoot a missile going like 700 miles. I don't know how, how fast. Can you look up how fast a sidewinder missile goes? And they oh, missed yeah. one. Uh, one of well, that missed. was at Lake Hira, not over, uh, not the one in Alaska, yeah. but they're shooting it at basically a sheet, like literally a sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. At like 300 miles an hour, they're shooting a <laughs> missile at a sheet and hitting it. And if that doesn't tell you, like, just how precise our shit actually is, that this almost, they might have actually, like, been like, well, this missile's about to expire, you know, and we need to show Putin just how tactical we are. Just go ahead and shoot it at that. But then we end up in a situation where we're shooting down balloons that were launched some by, poor kid's science project. by nobody and a, and a science project. And we're wasting. I don't know if it was actually a science project. That just sounds funny. Whatever. It was, it, it, it was, it was balloons that were launched by civilians and we were freaking out about it. And then, and then you go like, was it a psyop? And you go, wow, it kind of seems like maybe it was. Like, how do so we? So here's the weird thing: is like, I didn't really freak out about it. I was just like, nah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was watching two thousand people die on live TV in two thousand one that just yeah. made me have PTSD and be numb what's the to speed all of, of a, shit. What's the speed of a Sidewinder missile, Bell? It will not. Say the precise speed. It just says Mach Mach two point five. So that would be <laughs> Mach, Mach one is six hundred miles. That's twelve hundred. That's fifteen hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Mach two point five plus. Yeah, yeah, plus. Yeah, that, that's an important thing. Mach two point five plus. <laughs> the little asterisk of plus. But yeah, and we were able to in the air a jet moving at probably like three or four hundred miles an hour. Probably faster because they didn't know what it was. So they were probably in evasive and maneuver speed. So probably like 
five or six hundred miles an hour, shot a missile at fifteen hundred miles an hour. At they could probably go two thousand miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Not even kidding. Yeah, and just shot it at that at something that does not emitting heat any sort of like serious radio frequency. That's, the equivalent, that's impressive. And they shot it at the equivalent of a fucking kid's party balloon. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a hundred bucks. Oh, Northern oh, Illinois bottle cap oh, balloon shit. hobbyist group is like, well, fuck, there goes our whole goddamn budget for the year. Just wait till there's like a Chinese light, you know, like those lanterns. A bunch of people light them off at the beach and shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Fourth. I just lost my gender reveal balloon. <laughs> Fourth of July is going to be lit this Shoot year. Shoot a fucking half a million dollar missile at it and it just explodes pink. Well, we know what they're having Dude, now. honestly, honestly. Explodes red. You want, to rem- <laughs> uh, you want a, a, a memorable gender reveal party? Just fill up a big ass balloon full of the color you want revealed. Launch that up and wait a couple of days. <laughs> you guys want to know what you want to know what's going to be a male or female? Take care of it. Watch the national news two days from now, <laughs> dude. Don't do this. That's no. As, do as somebody who's here, I have to say, as some sort of disclaimer, <laughs> don't do that. Conservative <laughs> <laughs> does not condone that. <laughs> I like how Bell was is our voice of reason, but I I swear to God if I ever knock Marissa up, we're just gonna get this giant fucking weather balloon and we're just gonna fill it. <laughs> just let it go. And yeah, let just, the United just States make it the size, it make it the size of, of a small sedan. <laughs> if you were to do this, if if, if we would, we don't condone this. Oh, I'm condoning it. I'm gonna have the. FBI. We don't condone it, but we're also not discouraging it. I'm gonna have. But the... if you were to do this, I'm gonna have the. Hash, F- put hashtag. Have put hashtag conservative on the balloon. So that... great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Now we got it figured out. <laughs> just, um... just fill it full of our uh, QR code stickers. <laughs> just send a million fucking conservative stickers all over the country. Pink anyway, or blue ones. What else did we have, Corey? Uh, we'll have it. You, you see the emblem. He'll just one side will be pink, one side will be blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm. I think we're supposed to call them babies now. So, babies. They like rabies. No babies. They don't have. A, babies don't are have a parasites, so you can say babies. <laughs> think about it. When I'm it's not inside that woman. It. When that baby is inside that woman, it's just pulling all the nutrients from her. Do you want to talk about old Marge's divorce? The second one? (laughs) This was all you. I didn't actually... uh, I I know that Marjorie Taylor Greene was calling for a national divorce. I didn't read her actual quote. I'll pull them up for you. Yeah, go ahead and pull them up. I'm Uh, going to go ahead and assume one of you has I need to get you hooked up to all of our different profiles because i had a bookmarked actually oh you already have it look at that look he's at as that, good as we have he's Bell. as good he's as pro. jamie he's a, he's a pro oops sorry didn't mean to take that oops, oh, oops. god damn it dan oops, don't sorry. worry bell it's not you it's dan oops sorry you didn't mean to take that out of there <laughs> so what did marjorie taylor green have to say about a national divorce why the left and the right should consider a national divorce <laughs> because i did it first and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not a civil war, but a legal agreement to separate our ideological and political disagreements by states while maintaining our legal union. Definition of does, does she understand what a divorce is? Does she is like are they just separated? I don't think she does. Definition of irreconcilable differences, an ability to agree on most things or on important things. Tragically, I think we, the left and right, have reached irreconcilable differences. I'll speak for the right and say we are absolutely disgusted and fed up with the left cramming and forcing their ways on us and our children with no respect for our religion, faith, traditional values, and economic and government policy beliefs. Can I just? That's can called I just, fucking government. Can I? Young broad. Can I just react to that and go like, okay, so the right pushing, you know, Christianity and re re gathering uh, church and state, like that's not pushing your values on us at the same time. So I don't about Newton's law, Dan. I don't know what she's going for here, right? So so okay, so let's take Marjorie Taylor Greene's comments here. And apply them to reality. So, how do we make this happen? Based, you so, don't. So, but hold on. So, hold on. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna let you shit all over this in just a second, Corey. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and try and set this up the way that I think she's calling for it. So, she's calling for it in a way where we separate by state. It kind of sounds like based on uh, uh, like red blue states that, that we, we. But okay, so you have red and blue states separating based on whatever their morals are essentially what so first uh, of all so yeah whatever all, is the current party in power so first of all what do you do about purple states what do you do yeah, about what do we state? do we just yeah fuck us i guess <laughs> and second of all it's what do you do when you have a blue state that's surrounded by red states or a red state that's surrounded by blue states so what do I have to get a passport that. now? Do I have to get a passport to go into a red state if I live in a blue state that's surrounded by red <laughs> you states? Do a liberal test. This is the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh well, yeah, well, all right. Well, how about let's go even more micro than that, Dan? What about Marjorie's own fucking state that is technically turning purple mm-hmm. and Atlanta's plopped right in the fucking middle and it's as blue as the fucking ocean. Here's how you know, and here's how you know her state of Georgia is is purple. Stacey Abrams got her ass kicked as she should have because she's an awful politician. You mean the Democrat that didn't concede? Yeah. So Stacey Abrams got her <laughs> ass kicked, and it's still a technically blue state. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Warnock was in. Yeah, they they voted for Biden. Yeah. Should we go to the next tweet? Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead and scroll down to our next tweet. I think she just rambles on and tries to give these reasonings that she thinks are like. I love people that are fucking morons that think they're brilliant. I love it. It's one of my oh, favorite things. I got this perfect podcast for you. It's called Libservative. Because <laughs> that's what we are. We're morons who <laughs> think we're brilliant. Well, that's how we do the disclaimer of intellectual idiots. <laughs> So she go. What did she go? Reducing the federal government would Would be be easy because states would completely control things. It's that easy, Dan. It's that easy. States' rights, baby. It's never mind the fact that most of these red states uh, have a net loss on their uh, or have a net or 
that most of these blue states have a net loss on the money that they send out in federal income taxes versus what they return because California only receives 60 cents on every dollar it sends out. It's really infuriating because reading these tweets, so she goes, uh, with our federal government and over a over $34 trillion in debt and on the verge of default, clearly both left and right have proven that together they both aren't responsible with with hardworking Americans' tax dollars. So tell me, Marge, tell me, uh, who consumes that $34 trillion debt? The red states, the ones that want the divorce? Oh, you have the answer to I'm this, a- don't you? I don't know. No, I don't. I'm asking her because she's the one that's been through divorces before. <laughs> I'm still in a pretty stable relationship. So wait a minute. Yeah, who's the ex-husband who gets fucked? Is it the red states? Yeah, is it the red states, states or the blue states? Because oh, the yeah. blue states are net positive. California, for the first time in a long time right now, is getting fucked with the deficit because they were like they were cucking on the federal government's tit. A national divorce would require a much smaller federal government. No, you're a fucking idiot. That's not how you get a smaller government. You get a smaller government by electing a libertarian. <laughs> That's how you get a smaller yeah. government. So I get like the premise of it. The in like and she's just dumb, right? Oh, she's uh, an idiot. She's an absolute idiot. What the, what she's getting at is the government is too big to try to legislate and govern every individual state when every individual state is vastly different. People in New York have no fucking idea what it's like to live in Utah or Idaho. And people in Idaho have no fucking idea what it's like to live in Michigan or California. That's why you give the power back that to makes local sense. governments. Yeah, just shrink the fucking federal government. Can I say something? We don't have to rewrite some constitutional bullshit of like, oh, we're just because we're not we're not separated. We're just right next to Bell, and he's begging to say something, and you're just ignoring his ass. California (laughs) has the fourth strongest GDP in the world. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, way to stick it to the libs. If it was, let them stop spending their money on your fucking bullshit states. Yeah, it wasn't. Bell, maybe you can find this too. I, 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 th- I thought I had seen something where if, if California were its own country, it would have like a top ten GDP in the yeah. In that's the what world. he's saying. Yeah, is that what he's saying? Okay, better, yeah. It would do better than Brazil, the UK, fifth GDP Germany, in the world, France, India on its own. India, it would do better than India, <laughs> the largest democracy in the world. It's so weird because yeah. everybody's 3. leaving. Point six three million dollar or tr- trillion. Trillion dollar gross state product. And it's so weird because you still have all of these people that are leaving California yeah. because it's too woke. Where is the it, largest subnationally economy in the world? We're living in a weird time. <laughs> we live in a weird country, just like the founding fathers intended. Marjorie Taylor Greene's a moron. We know this. It's okay. I know. Do you think this is what happened? Like her and her husband had a disagreement. And she's like, we just need a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, we disagree. And it's like, you, you're you in fucking politics. Like, what do you think the politics is about? It's about disagreeing. You have, you have, you have people like, I, I mentioned this to you in our little uh, text thread about how there are certain anarcho-capitalists that feel we should have a national divorce as well, but for very different reasons. None of them are based on like because essentially Marjorie Taylor Greene is is asking for this based on she she disguises it as if it's a uh, 
uh, an economic issue, but it's really based on ideology. Yeah, you have anarcho capitalism like Marco, like uh, like like uh, Michael Malice, that call for a national divorce because he's a fucking anarcho capitalist. Which I respect more. Hundred percent. I respect. Yeah. I respect that uh, opinion way more than her grifting shit over here. Like if someone goes, well, we don't, we shouldn't need government. We should all be able to live on our own and do our own thing. It's like, okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. But then you just point to Marjorie Taylor Greene and go, yeah, but, but the we problem need is, the problem is Corey, if you shrink, bumpers on the gutters, for if this you shrink bro. the federal government, guess who loses out people like Marjorie Taylor Greene who are involved in the fucking federal government as to where, like if you, if you actually gave a shit about that, like, uh, my thing is, when it comes to tax dollars, have it go bottom up, not top down. Most of my tax dollars should go to my city. Yeah. The second most should go to my county, then my state, then my federal government. But she's not calling for anything like that. Because I'm going to give a lot more of a shit about what happens in my state. or Imagine my, how many problems would be solved. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to be Because like, then all of a sudden, everyone would be worried, worried about their local area, and then everyone would be getting engaged in their local politics. And, and then they're be, arguing with people that they see every day, so they're going to actually have a little bit of refrain. And it would be center out as opposed to out to center. Like, imagine how many dollars are lost. Like, like, I was looking into it, and like, Michigan, we get 99 cents back on every dollar we put out to the federal government. So we lose one cent on every dollar. Uh, California, I think they lose like 40 cents. A place like West Virginia gains like 60 cents on every dollar or something like that. Imagine how many dollars are lost in all of these transitions of just taking a dollar here and then putting it over there because then it costs 10 cents to move that dollar over there. And then you take that dollar and you move it over here and it costs 10 cents. And then, of course, there's going to be some nefarious person who's going to take another 10 cents off the top and put it in their pocket. Like, there's just so much bullshit waste of money because it we're taking all of our money to throw it into a giant vat to turn around and then grab handfuls back. And every single person, whether it's city, county, state, every single person is like trying to reach their hands into this to get a piece of that ever loving budget of non discretionary funds to put into pet projects in their cities. When if we just when if we just put it in our city in the first place where we yeah how about we stop shit? robbing Peter to pay Paul and like I care more about my city park than I care about you know yeah I care more about my water lines here and my city park here than I do of a place you know and it's it's just something that's ingrained in you it's genetics and this isn't me being an asshole but Flint affects me more than the other twenty nine hundred lead pipe issues in other states that the uh, uh one of our listeners brought up you know like those are obviously issues i wish we could do something about it but flint here i can see it firsthand so it affects me more the oxford shooting affected me more than a lot of the other Michigan shootings state the msu shooting affects me more than a lot of the other shootings anyway. things you know it goes to that whole nimby you know not in my backyard type not argument in my backyard motherfucker People are going to be more actively involved when things are affecting them right in front of you versus something that feels that it isn't affecting you because it's a thousand miles away. Do you have anything else we wanted to get to? 
Marge is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, do we have anything? Do we have a lightning round? Do we have anything you didn't get that you wanted to get to that you didn't? Did yeah. we actually cover all of these? The only thing we didn't get to, it looks like, is uh, obviously the Epstein list and then the Dominion lawsuits. And then Raul Dahl. Uh, Raul Dahl, we can let uh, marinate if you want. I just I have this banner that says the right bands books, the left can't, so the left can't revise them. So. <laughs> Actually, Raul Dahl is is a good way. To... <laughs> read, read that banner real Hold quick. Uh, the right bands books to the left can't revise them. <laughs> no, that's really brilliant. That can actually be something we talk about. Uh, Corey and I had a, 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 a really really productive show meeting last night. We're gonna be, we're gonna be making a, a. I wouldn't say changes. I don't think we're really making any changes, but we're expanding. We're 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 making some expansions. Maybe some shorter to the point one topic videos uh that you all can enjoy and share with your friends um uh, along with it, w- along with a couple other things we're going to be we're going to be adding to the docket uh having bell's help has been absolutely fantastic everybody give some credit to bell the body stature i wish i had my fucking uh applause th- oh i do have i have it right here there he is <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the newest member of our team, so uh, we're we're moving on. We're moving forward. We're trying to be more than just a couple of idiots that get together and uh, talk I mean, shit. It's a couple of uh, intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural concerns. Oh fuck! Why did you I- fucked <laughs> that up so bad? Intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy. Trying to navigate through all the political notes. Tell the people where they can find us and stop trying to expand our slogan. <laughs> Dude, I love how they. So, can I say this real quick? I think it's really funny how like there's been two competing <laughs> slogans <laughs> that, that me and you both try to like fit together. No, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one. I'm. I am putting my foot down. Tell the people where they can find us. Lipsertive podcast is found at all social media podcast platforms. Our website is lipsertiveshow.com. We can be found at Lipsertive on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at Lipsertive Pod. Our TikTok videos can be found at Lipsertive Podcast, and you can reach out directly at lipsertivepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. And another special thanks to Bell the Body Snatcher. He, as always, has been Corey Walsh. He's been Dan Griffin. This has been Libservative. And until next time, we are out of here. We the people cannot end that.